Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to B2B Breakfast to Business with your morning girl, Bea Lim, where we talk shop, we talk life, we talk advocacy, and we talk real. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing you another fresh breakfast conversation. We are still celebrating, honoring, recognizing women everywhere as we celebrate Women's Month. And today, we want to continue that amazing and important conversation. Equality remains a subject of many, many, many discussions and debates up until now, even in the workplace. Although, of course, we've made some progress and we've come, you know, we've come a long way in addressing this, this issue actually still is persistent. So how do women thrive in the workplace? Are male-dominated industries a safe space for them to grow? Those are very important questions. And today, we talk about that. Because for Coca-Cola Beverages Philippines Inc., also known as CCBPI, women are presented with opportunities and resources just as much as men do. Despite the manufacturing sector being a male-dominated industry, many companies have made progress over the years in making more space for women. And CCBPI ensures that this progress continues. Thank you so much, CCBPI. In celebration of International Women's Day and International Women's Month, we take a deep dive and really delve into the subject of creating a safe and equal work environment for women because everybody deserves to live in a world that is equal. To discuss this, we have invited a very, very special guest today and we'll discuss how companies can empower women in the workplace. We welcome Winnie Rebancos, the Technology Director and CIO of CCBPI. You know, as a member of the senior leadership team, Winnie spearheads the technology strategy of CCBPI. She is such a staunch supporter of women empowerment and is also very passionate about mentoring diverse and young talents. She is also very passionate about this topic and I cannot wait to bring her in into this conversation. She is the perfect person to talk about this. And so without further ado, I am bringing to the B2B Airwaves, Winnie Rebancos of CCBPI. Hi, Winnie. Hi, Bea. Wow, thank you. Thank you for having me. It is great to be part of Breakfast to Business or B2B to talk more about women empowerment, which I am very passionate about. And I am also happy to know that you are too. So of course. <laughs> Winnie, the energy is so strong and I love it. Like I know that we're already going to have a fantastic conversation today. And as you can see, I am very excited to have you here with us today. But first, Winnie, I want to check in. How are you doing? You know, it's 2023. We are celebrating Women's Month. How are you, Winnie? Let's talk on for that. Thank you, Bea, for asking that question. No, I'm good. Very, very good. Uh, we just came from a trip outside of the country to get there with the other senior leaders of the company. And this month has been very busy for us, especially for me, because we are celebrating, as you have mentioned, International Women's Month. So happy International Women's Month to you. Uh, we have been celebrating this Women's Month in CCPPI among the many activities and milestones we are celebrating. No? So Women's Month is a very special celebration to us, led by our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Team, or DENI. We highlighted women leaders in sales. We have four women among many women sales associates who have contributed a lot to our company's footprint. 
The DNI team that we have here in CCPPI led a lot of social engagements online and within our women networks. In CCBPI, we have Women Connect and Women Inclusion Network or WIN. Short for Winnie. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, Coca-Cola Philippines just last week around March 16 called for a dis panel discussion as well. The future is female. That's the theme. With guests from sports sector, film and business, advocacy, and of course from Coca-Cola. As for myself, um, I was also a panelist for Microsoft's International Women's Day leadership panel held last March 8. I am very proud that Coca-Cola has long-term policies in place for women and their families. And we celebrate all women associates, not just during March, but every day. Of course, we should be honoring and recognizing really the amazing yes. things that, you know, all of our uh, women associates are bringing to the table because everybody should have a seat in the table, right, Winnie? Yeah. Wow, you have been so busy this month, Winnie, but I am so, so, so proud of you. I'm so happy that there are so many things that are happening, you know, um, with um, CCBPI, with Coca-Cola Philippines, and of course that you are extending this advocacy outside of you know, our company and also going into other um, events where, you know, we are really highlighting the importance of creating an equal world for, for people, especially in technology. I love the digital um, push for the, the UN Women this year because I truly, you know, I truly believe that, Winnie, because when we have women representation in various industries our work can only get better because we are yes. properly representing a huge chunk of the audience don't you agree yes totally agreeing with you Bea. so so i think that that's why it's very very important that we're able to really delve into this topic and i'm so glad winnie that you're here because i will really go into you know um asking you questions about all of the programs that you also <laughs> shared with me but before we do that, I need to know, Winnie, please, if you could, tell us about your journey in pushing for equality in a male-dominated industry, right? So I think that that's, that's one of the first things that we want, we want to know. And um, I, I want to actually, you know, preface that question or, or make it even more specific into, you know, knowing that initially the majority of CCBPI leaders in different teams are men. But now we see more women like you in tech, in sales, manufacturing, and other teams. How did that change start? You know what, Bea, uh, coming from my experience, it has been very, very challenging, but ultimately rewarding. I, I grew up in a home where my dad and my brother are very domesticated. They know all the household chores. So I don't see that as a barrier. I could see that as an equal equality among even from our household. But like majority of people, I started at an entry-level position. No? So I am a technologist. I graduated computer science. I started as a programmer in a bank. I moved to different industries, to FMCG, to another insurance company, and then to Coca-Cola, each taking on different roles in different leadership positions. Um, I felt supported in all my journey, and that made me gain even more confidence. The tech... And manufacturing industry, then and now, are always male-dominated. But CCBPI helped me break barriers. I used to be one, I used to be the lone female leader in our senior leadership team. 
Uh, but I never felt any different from the rest of my peers. I get to be asked of the same business questions and even more on diversity and inclusion ones. I was given a seat, my voice is heard, and I my opinion was valued. So I'm very happy to note now and to tell you that um, I now have a, a, a similar seat together with a female colleague in the senior leadership team. So increasing the women, the women inclusion and diversity number, no? That personal journey actually created ripples of change. I went through mentorships, leadership and development programs, and now I am also helping more female associates to take more space in the industry. I was given that chance, so I think it's better that I pay it forward and also giving it back. And definitely we can see this really coming out of you when you're just talking about it and how passionate you are about you know, really, you know, making people belong to the industry, you know, regardless of your gender, but because you are there for a reason, you have a wonderful role to play and that it's because you're great, you know, as your authentic self. Uh, Winnie, I do have a, a quick comment on what you shared earlier, which I absolutely love when you said it starts at home as well. You know, that's so important when, you know, we talk about gender equality or really also empowering women is that they can see it at home. And if we can see it at home, that we are, you know, people who just really love each other and helping each other out with, with everything that life um, throws at us, whether it's domestic chores or also the roles that we play in our family, that's very important. But what I absolutely loved also that you shared earlier is that even if you were the only female in your leadership team, that you were asked the same business questions, that you were not made to feel like you weren't, you know, um, that you didn't belong or that you were, um, you know, the minority, so to speak, because a lot of people still feel that sometimes. And so it's so important for teams to actually have this environment of belongingness, of really, you know, opening their arms up to people, not because of their age or their gender or their race or ethnicity. Right. And and that really warmed my heart, Winnie. And I'm so happy that that was a that was the journey that that you had. And and on that note, I hope you don't mind. I'll go to my next question. What prompted the change, Winnie, with with like what you said, you're you're very proud that you're sharing actually the, a seat at the table with a female colleague of yours. And we're, we're increasing right our numbers. What prompted that change? Did CCVPI make a conscious effort to push for, for more diversity in teams and in the leadership? It's, uh, it's, it was a conscious effort, as you have mentioned, and also an easy decision. We know that providing equal opportunities is the right thing to do. So we have a dedicated team, our DE&I team, that ensures that all associates, not just women, but also LBGTQI plus community, multi-generational, multicultural, persons with disabilities are all empowered. And personally, this needs to be a deliberate move or a deliberate decision. I, if I can share with you a story, last year, I had vacancies for technology roles. The major ones are really hardcore. These are cybersecurity head and head for infrastructure and operations. These are ma only male uh, applicants will apply for these roles. But I worked with our recruitment officer to ensure that for every two male candidates, there must be one female candidate, part of the selection process. I know it's going to be difficult for her to find, but 
I readied her. I told her that this is going to be how the technology industry looks like outside, how the market of technologists will look like outside. But if we look for that, if we will look for that one female for every two male candidates, then we will, we will get it. So it was a difficult move and it really took time, but I was ready for it. So we cannot just talk about numbers and not do anything about it. No? Our cybersecurity head is now one of the best in the industry and happens to be one of the top 30 cybersecurity leaders in Asia. She was also named as one of the movers and shakers of cybersecurity globally. I'm very happy that she is now part of CCBPR and part of our team. I speak highly of her because this is how we need to lift women up. No, We need to speak we need to be happy for the success of other people, not just because they are women or not just because they are part of our team, but we need to be we need to be deliberate and actually looking for them and elevating them and lifting them up. Absolutely. Could not agree with you more. You know, there's this thing um that my mom always actually says to Winnie that when women support other women, great things happen. And I yes. think that that's just an absolutely amazing mantra to go by. You know, when we uplift one another, then great things happen. And, you know, Winnie, one of the things that I absolutely love that you shared earlier was your DNI team um, really pushing for these programs and making sure that, you know, we, we have programs that are for all, not just, you know, that it's based on gender, but it's multicultural, multigenerational. And we also have for our PWDs, right? Um, but also, that even if we have these kinds of resources, we need to do something about it. And so your act of really pushing your recruitment and your stakeholders to say, hey, when we have two male applicants, there's one female that you need to be able to push. It really inspires me that, you know, if you want to get something done, we have to ask for it. Yes. Yes. You know, until we get to a point where we don't need to ask for it, right? And and, and then it becomes the norm. It becomes the norm. And and I think that this is an absolutely amazing story that a lot of our listeners can really, you know, glean insight from because, you know, if we want change, then it's something that we're going to really have to make happen. So speaking of change, uh, Winnie, like, you know, with all of the things that you shared, like, for example, you know, your recruitment team and you're, you're telling them, hey, I need you to match my numbers and, and, and whatnot, right? Um, how did people react? To these changes that were happening where we were really pushing for diversity i mean the programs that your team created and the like were employees open about it were they welcoming to the idea was there any resistance i'm i'm quite curious of course it was everyone was open about it just just on um just a side note uh Bea, half of our half of the population of uh the production managers or plan or Plant managers in the company are actually female, no? And if you go to our plants, we have more greens, we have more plants, uh, we have better facilities in terms of the canteen because of the nurturing uh, side of women, right? So it's great also to have colleagues who are also male allies, no? Who are supporting and uplifting you in your career. I don't think that we will have this many uh, plant managers, if not for the male bosses that who have actually believed and supported their journey. We have a lot of male allies to be proud of in CCPTI. For one, our CEO and the entire leadership team treats everyone just the same as others. Who sees talent, capability, and performance more than gender and works on improving 
female leadership as one of our must-win battles. So it's it's actually getting everyone on board and not having anyone be left behind. So it's it's a mantra and it's something that we live by and it's part of our journey. It's part of our um, must-win. I love that. It's part of our must-win. Yes. <laughs> with, with your permission, I need to use that. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> sure, Zaya. You speak about allies, right? And it's so important um, to, again, be in an environment where people are supportive of one another, right? And and it's not just about saying, hey, yes, I'm behind you and we've got this. But like what you said, it's also about creating opportunities, um, sharing resources as well, so that we can, you know, create this environment where people feel like they belong. So, you know, um, Winnie, I do want to shift our conversation now to embracing equity in the workplace. So we've talked about the changes that we've experienced, you know, really pushing for that gender equality. You know, I, I, I do want to, to you know, latch on what we've discussed a, a couple of minutes ago. Now, since you've taken steps toward change, you know, through your journey and through the programs actually that you share, it's now really a matter of reinforcing that change and strengthening the system to make it work. How do you ensure equality is enforced in the workplace like you know are the same opportunities presented to everybody regardless of gender how do you guys make it happen so uh currently bea we because we do have a lot of programs in the company and um, a lot of women leaders are also up for it you know so just recently we uh actually coming before coming from before coming to this conversation i was connecting with the women panel uh, for the leadership discussions that we're going to have next week. Uh, no, on Wednesday. So we're going to have a Women Connect on Wednesday. And we have invited a lot of uh, women leaders in the other industries who are actually joining us live. So how do we make sure that we are part of what we, of what we advocate? Right now, as I have mentioned earlier, we have more than 100 women leaders in CCBPI. In manufacturing, this is nearly 50% of CCBPI uh, sites that are led by women who take on the massive responsibility of smooth daily operations in the production of Coca-Cola products. We have what we call leveraging and inspiring female talent or LIFT, leveraging and inspiring female talent that's LIFT, a workshop that aims to accelerate the development of female talent within CCPPI. I am also uh, included as part of the panel and will also be included as part of the coach and mentor for that team, no? So in CCPPI, we try to create an inclusive work environment that allows all our associates to achieve success regardless of gender. Most of these initiatives are spearheaded by our DNI, and we support. I, I am one of those who actually championed the causes, and I, I am really, really into it. I'm glad also that our that the other female colleague that I was talking to you about is also into this. So we are uh, tapping the Gen Zs. We are also tapping the young women uh, of the company. And we are also tapping uh, the other LGBTQ communities so that we can have a more inclusive environment. But that's great, Winnie. I mean, the overall program, I mean, I can't say it enough that, that you know, you have all of these different touch points for, for women, but also other members of 
the workplace where they can really have these important conversations. I like the lift. I would like to be part of that. I feel that it's not just an empowering experience, but also a very enriching experience for for folks to be part of that. And I, I couldn't stop thinking earlier when you kept on saying lift, right? It's also really, you know, being able to uplift other people, really bringing them up. Because sometimes the only thing that they need is that nudge. And then they can, you know, do great things as as they move along, right? Um, our People First Culture, Bea, makes it an ideal setting for any individual to succeed within and beyond the workplace. Especially as it continues to uphold and further its gender-inclusive culture and implement learning programs for employees' personal and professional development. Just last month, Valentine's Day, we signed a mem- we, we did a ceremonial signing with Microsoft. No? Uh, they have an initiative called Code Without Barriers, which is meant to more diversity and inclusion, to, to, more the, um, to increase the diversity and inclusion in the developer community and beyond. So the commitment is to upskill as many women in tech as possible, and we are one with our efforts on this. So part of our contribution is to also volunteer women tech leaders to coach this global initiative. This is happening from uh, all around the world and, and Coca-Cola happens to be part of that. So groups of women to take mentorship coming from tech leaders and Coca-Cola being one of those, will do that with them. So we are also pursuing upskilling within Coke. We are encouraging our associates to be more, to stay relevant and to increase their knowledge on Specific technologies like cloud, AI, and data and analytics. You know what, Bea? People right now, they tend to associate um, in these emerging technologies to losing their jobs in the future. But that's not going to be the case. More humans will never be replaced by AIs, by bots, or by, by this cloud uh, technologies. So we need to be upskilled all the time and every time, and we need to learn more about them. So this, so just we stay relevant. And um, just so you are aware also, I have uh, been able to convert more than 10 female professionals to the field of technology in my more than 20 years in the industry. No? And this one is not just to help them in their career, but also to help their economic situation. Because the technology or the profession in technology is actually providing that avenue for them. So right now, I am very happy because I stay connected with them. I stay in contact. Some of them have moved on to higher roles already, and some have actually expanded roles given the the side of technology that they are in. One would be in cybersecurity, another one in project management, and another one in systems analysis. They all make me proud, and I think this is this is one of the things that um, that will matter most in the future. We need to really learn more and also upskill ourselves. Absolutely, Winnie. First and foremost, congratulations! I'm tearing up just thinking of so many women that you've been able to really help. You know, I mean, being their mentor and really pushing them. You know, for you know, for a career in this, you know, really interesting and also very important you know, industry or, or, you know, this, this career path. So congratulations, Winnie. These wonderful women are, you know, very, very lucky to have such a passionate and inspiring mentor in you. Um, one thing actually that I went back to Winnie was earlier, you know, you know, just a few minutes ago, we also talked about actually your own journey. And I remember you saying, 
mentorship that you had mentors right that you had mentors to guide you and and also help you you know establish your own path or navigate through your own journey right how important Winnie is mentorship in uplifting um you know women um you know in these male dominated industries it is it is very important Bea. i could never really emphasize the fact that i did have many mentors many coaches and i'm really proud that i have gained them not just as mentors and coaches but as friends um throughout the years you know so let me probably tell you one story that i had i i used to have a, a coach or a mentor who is an my boss is irish now but he gave me another mentor who is also an irish and then i asked that person so what else do i because we usually joke about being a cio the, the real words for CIO would be career is over. So what's next for me, no? So, so that, that used to be a joke. But one of the th key things that he mentioned to me was, you aspire for leadership, not just because you want to, but because you need to help. You want to help. The desire to help is there. So imagine if you did not really aspire for leadership and you just stayed with where you are, you were just contented, then your sphere of influence remains the same. But if you move up the ladder, if you aspire for leadership, then your sphere of influence broadens. And then your the, the, the network that you are able to help also increases. No? So a lot of times when I think about, is my career really over as a CIO? Well, when I think about it, it's more like the purpose of the role is really to help and inspire others to be the best that they can be, to be whoever that they want to be. So... I think a lot to do with the mentorships and coaching that I gained over the years and also with those best uh, advices coming from the best mentors and the best coaches have helped me really gain confidence, not just confidence also, but the desire to really pass it forward, to really pay it forward. And Winnie, I can really feel, you know, your energy and your desire to help. I mean... I see a very beautiful path forward for you. I mean, uh, you know, not only really also, you know, heading the banner for for information and technology, but also really, you know, inspiring other people and not just women, actually, mm -hmm. really go after what they want and expanding yes. their sphere of influence. So you do you, Winnie. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> actually, um, I also wanted to touch on um, open communication, right? Because... Um, you know, sometimes we we also know that when 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 people want something, um, you know, they're they'll either go after it or they won't because they're scared to speak up. You know that that is also a reality. So, I'm also wondering, you know, in in our push for diversity and inclusion and really also empowering our female associates, is there a way actually for your um, female associates or employees to communicate their thoughts? directly and openly to management are they given a safe space to express themselves or to talk about the issues that are important to them yeah so i i shared earlier that have the women connect and the win the women yeah so i um we have uh we have this women connect uh forums where it i you know what Bea, last year i held a super woman's uh, forum with the mothers uh, also in that call because they they were trying to navigate 
how the pandemic has come and how also the work is going to be, you know, with, with CCBPI, with the current law that they are in. So it helps to actually have someone to share your experiences with. And we also learn to also appreciate the how others have overcome the challenges and turned them into opportunities. So when we have discussions or focus, focus group discussions like this, it makes the authenticity, it gets, it gets the authenticity out. You know? So we are able to get that at least from our women associates. And also um, from within folk, from within um, IT, for example, I would usually have a one-on-ones with my team. And when you have a one-on-one with your teams, that's where the challenges actually come out. And then you find yourself into coaching or into mentoring. All they needed to hear was that somebody is going to out to be out there to support them. So my I have been in a struggle for the last five months. Uh, I have not been without a help at home. So my husband and I have been juggling our jobs and also the work that we do and also the kids. But I needed a conversation with my boss. And I told him my situation, and it wasn't that conversation that he said, you know what, we need, we're, we're out here to deliver. So however uh, you need to deliver, be flexible about it, and you just manage your own time. So that is the same kind of advice I also give to my associate, to my to my team members, because that is what is given to me. Somebody took to the chance to actually tell me that it's okay. So it's also my part of telling my team that it's okay. You just deliver how you can deliver. And then we just talk about how, what support you need. So I think if we foster that kind of communication of open communication, if we foster that kind of authenticity with our teams as well, then we will have all the problems coming in, finding solutions together, not just them, not just me, not just myself finding solution for my own problem, but my boss is also thinking about me. My peers are also with me together in this. So we are together uh, in terms of in, in times of these challenges to take them also as opportunities. Absolutely. It's so important to have that safe and, um, you know, that safe and creative space in, in the workplace where you can talk about these things and have a support system that also knows how, you know, to, to help you drive things forward. You know, one of the things that really got to me when you when you were sharing your experience of, you know, speaking with your with your uh, mentees, but also to your boss is, you know, it all starts with listening. Yeah. It all starts with listening and having that authentic intention to be, you know, where your, you know, where your colleague is at to to just listen to what they need and also, prov- you know, hold the space for them first and foremost and then solution find together, yes. right? Because, you know, earlier I loved it when you said that, you know, they, you guys just really talked about it and he provided you a, a solution and now you're also paying it forward with your own one-on-ones as well. So yes, we need to listen first, but also I guess to to be able to really get everybody to openly share their issues and the like, we need to create that environment of openness, of trust. You know, Winnie, just to share a quick um, thing about Team Asia, we have this house rule actually that we that we share um, almost every time. Come with an open heart and an open mind. Oh, you that's know, nice. I know how usually it's like, oh, come with an open mind, but then sometimes you also need an open heart and it's not... You know, it's just to to make things um, 
a little bit open for everybody that you're you're coming into it holding a space for someone or even holding a space for you and with the intention of being open and solution finding together. Yeah, that's that's true, Bea. Actually, one of the challenges, the key challenges that women face nowadays really is is choosing between family and career. So when they even when they can do both, no, some need to turn down offers just because of proximity and mobility, or either because of an aging parent or a newborn baby. I remember a very personal encounter with a new mom who had to excuse herself off cam because I lead technology in CCBPI. So automatically, when they use the computer, they need to ask for they they will ask permission. They she was asking me, can I just put a scotch tape or or a masking tape on the cam? Where will it not go? Uh, will it not malfunction? And I was like, yeah, sure, but but first, why? And then she said, no, because I'm breastfeeding, and uh, at the same time, I'm also uh, with my three-year-old who is usually hanging just around me. So she asked the permission to to tape the camera just because she might accidentally open it in the future. So if if I was if I were probably another person. Could she have gotten the 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 courage or the confidence to also ask, can I can I just put a scotch tape or a masking tape on the camera? So I think it also really has to do with the with the way you open the conversation. That if the person can be vulnerable, then she can really tell you the challenges that she's facing. And you as a leader has the responsibility to take on and find a solution for her if she is not, if the person is not able to. That's so good, Winnie. Thank you for also sharing that because that is really the reality of our moms, of our new moms in the in the workplace. And, you know, like also those who are taking care of aged parents, they also have their own, you know, yeah, things struggle. that they need, right? You know, one of the things that I, that I was thinking as you were sharing this story is the need to really normalize the conversations around these things, right? Because it's reality. And, you know, I love that CCBPI has, you know, has those FGDs, the, the, the workshops that you were sharing earlier where you guys can really talk about these things. And like, as you said, the programs are born out of the authentic feedback that we are getting from our associates, which really makes your programs all the more special. So, you know, kudos to you, Winnie, to CCBPI for really creating that environment where, you know, people like your your colleague can openly say, hey, this is my struggle and I need to put a scotch tape on <laughs> on my camera, which is really the reality. Okay, so Winnie, I know that we've talked so many about so many things. We talked about your wonderful journey. Thanks again for being so open about it. We've talked about the great programs, again, the, the, the great programs of CCBPI that's really rooted in authentic feedback. We've talked about the changes in leadership and what you guys had to do to, you know, give give people a seat at that table and and seeing that CCPPI is such an open environment where people do want to empower and uplift one another, right? So we've talked about all of those things and and I want to actually, um, you know, end our um, uh, conversation um, with advice. Right, Winnie, you've talked about actually mentoring other people and how important it is to be mentored yourself. So I want to ask you, from the perspective of a woman leader, considering everything that we've talked about, you know, personal journeys, programs, opening the doors for people to be more open to you, 
what advice when you would you give women who are maybe struggling hesitating you know to to go after leadership positions you know what do we do to to or or what advice would you like to give them so um they could actually go after it Okay, thank you, Bea. I I love that question. You must probably have heard of this so many times already, but I really believe that you must anchor yourself into something that is greater than you, a purpose, that you give your life a direction and yourself a focus. This must be your reason to wake up and be a better version of yourself. This can be helping your family, helping other people, or helping other women. That's one. And then the second, as we are set up for more changes in the future, including technology, we need to evolve and adapt to what we do. We are the ones who are inventing the new roles. It's not the robots. It's not, it's not technology who's inventing the new roles. We are the ones who are doing it. So we have a lot of work to upskill ourselves and remain relevant. We are the master of our own development and progress. So for those women who are probably having hesitations or doubts, if the role is for them or if it's bigger uh, for them, we are helping to define what the future of work looks like. So be that woman who will ensure that no one is left behind. Um, I, I love the conversation we're having, Bea. I think you are inspiring others, inspiring me uh, to become a better leader. So I hope that women also, women leaders will inspire others let us be happy for another person's success, whether he's whether he is a she or a he. When I was starting, someone took a chance on me. You no, know? someone someone accepted me as a, as a, as a programmer. So someone started me at, at, at someone shared their success to me as a as an entry level. I want to be able to do that for another person. I want to be able to be that one to give the chance so that others may become who they want to be. So let's all be that women, woman leader who will not have the hesitation to accept bigger roles. That's awesome, Winnie. Oh my goodness. I, I feel like we need to create so many posters of your words right now. We should probably frame them. <laughs> but Winnie, man, this is just so beautiful. Um, Even, you know, your point really on, on, things evolving, things changing really by the second at this point. But for us to not actually be scared of those changes, but to realize that as things are evolving, we are the one, as you said, um, we are the one inventing the rules and we are the ones defining what this future is going to look like. So if we are the ones who are going to do it, what is stopping us from actually defining those things? And and taking that chance, right? Taking that plunge into it may be the unknown, but really it is what will actually set the stage for future generations to come, right? So we need to make it happen, Winnie. I hope that this conversation is also inspiring so many women out there. So again, ladies and gentlemen, you heard Winnie say it. If you are hesitating, you know, you have this hope and deep desire in you, to aspire to be a leader, Winnie even talked about, you know, expanding your sphere of influence. Take this as the sign that you needed today to take that <laughs> plunge and go after what you want. Right, Winnie? Yes, Bea. Go for it. Be bold. 
<laughs> I love that be bold. No day but today is what we're going to say. <laughs> See, ladies and gentlemen, Winnie's Winnie's passion and her laughter is so infectious. I love it. And and I'm sure that, you know, Winnie, your mentees are also really paying it forward already. Um, already increasing their own sphere of influence to make great things happen for other people. Winnie, I I feel like you and me, we can talk about this for for so for so long. More hours and more, <laughs> more exactly more and more hours. Um, but I do know that you know we do need to leave our listeners with that food for thought. I you know here at Need to Be Breakfast to Business, while we're having hearty breakfast meals, like you know conversations on gender equality and women empowerment, we do want to make sure that everybody has a nugget of wisdom that they can take you know, for themselves as they leave our conversation. So Winnie, we talked about the gamut of so many things, so many things that, um, you know, inspired people from personal journeys to leadership roles to workplace programs and to also really taking a stand to to make a difference. For you, if there was one food for thought, I know Winnie, it's such a hard homework for you, but if there's one food for thought that you can leave our listeners for this week, what would it be? Wow. Okay. So, just to sum it up, no, I I shared earlier um, that the way we hire, uh, that the way we are hiring right now, specifically for for a career that is male dominated, is that we do two is to one. No, for every two male applicant, there is going to be one male, one female applicant. But I think the idea behind that is. If we are not just looking at the numbers, because UN will say a lot of statistics, we need to act now. So we just don't say that we are in this together. We just don't say that I am for women empowerment. We just don't say that I am with you, Bayam, but not do it, not make a deliberate decision, not make a step towards making it happen. Then all those words are just like futile, no? So we need to take an action so that it the word becomes a reality, and that the person you are able to help next will be that person who will also pay it forward to the next guy. So I hope that we make that change from within ourselves, and then that the company will also make that change in terms of recruitment and elevating or lifting up more women into tech, more women into um into this rules uh, potential opportunities in the future so that we make the better world out of it. Absolutely. Oh my goodness, Winnie. Such a beautiful way to sum it all up. And again, really actually highlighting already an action item that we can already start with, right? Um, uh, In our own workplaces as well with recruitment. You know, ladies and gentlemen, Winnie just really summed up really the reality out there that if we want something so badly, like the future becoming equal and really women empowerment and gender equality, we need to not just talk about it, but we need to act on it. And l- these little acts, right, that we do, the action steps that I will be doing, that Winnie has been doing, that, that you guys will be doing, each act will really, you know, break biases, will break, you know, the preconceived notions of what the gender is about in society. And later on, we're just going to really live in a world that is equal. So keep on keep on breaking barriers and acting because each little act will really form the big one that will really push us forward. Ladies and gentlemen, women can play a bigger role even in male-dominated industries if given the right opportunities and resources. 
But to enable this, companies need to further reinforce systems, programs, and policies that will empower women in the workplace. And we are so blessed to have had CCBPI and Winnie Rabancos in our podcast today to talk about just that. Winnie, maraming maraming salamat. Thank you so much for inspiring us, for inspiring me, Winnie, to do these little apps and, and make it happen. No, thank you. Thank you, Bea. No, thank you to B2B. Thank you for allowing CCDPI for inviting us at Coca-Cola Beverages Philippines to share our story on how we are empowering our our women associates as well and how we are empowering to make an equal world for everyone. So thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Oh, it was our pleasure. And Winnie, CCBPI, we've got your back. We're cheering you on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. And happy Women's Month, Winnie. I am sending amazing sparkles your way as you continue to inspire other women. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bea. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you very much. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another fantastic breakfast conversation on really driving the gender equality agenda forward. For more information on the topic, just click on our subscription or our session description below. And we'll see you in our next B2B podcast. Thanks, everybody. Ciao! That's it for today's episode of B2B Breakfast to Business. Don't forget to tune into Team Asia's social media accounts to keep yourself updated on these breakfast happenings. We are on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash TeamAsiaPH. We are on Instagram, www.instagram.com slash TeamAsiaPH. We are on LinkedIn, www.linkedin.com slash company slash TeamAsia. And of course, our wonderful website, www.teamasia.com. Remember to stay safe. See you again soon here at B2B Breakfast to Business. Thank you. Ciao. Breakfast to-